Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everyone who's taken the time to listen to this podcast so far. But if I could just ask one small favour. If you're enjoying the episodes, please can you rate the podcast and leave a small review. This will help so much in spreading the word about it to others. And if you aren't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you get a notification as soon as a new episode is released. As always, thank you so much for lending me your ears. It really is appreciated. My guest this week is Tay Cabs, father of three to Tasia, Malia and TJ, and husband to Shan, who are all now most commonly known across social media under the name The Cabs Family. After a random video of Tay and Tasia singing in the car was posted to his Facebook page and went viral, things have never slowed down for the family in this online world. Like many people, I'd seen these hilarious video clips shared across social media over many years and started following them as they documented their family life across Snapchat, Instagram and YouTube. Despite following them for years and almost feeling like I knew them personally, I was still really eager to sit down and have this chat with Tay because I knew that he would have lots to say on the topic of fatherhood. In our chat, we spoke about how him and Shan's relationship as childhood sweethearts began and the challenges that they faced as they became teenage parents early on. How he quickly adapted to his role as a new father and what it meant to him. How he balances everyday family life alongside the social media side of things and how a health scare last year has really made him think about what matters the most. So here it is, episode 10 of the Diary of a Dad podcast with Tay Cabs. So how are you, man? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? I'm not too bad. I'm, uh, yeah, start of a new week, feeling fresh. Yeah. The weather is definitely picking up. So yeah, uh, yeah no, I, I'm good. Yeah, enjoying it. Enjoying it. It's good, man. I'm so glad that we've finally had this uh, opportunity for us to, to sit down and have a chat. I feel like it's long overdue. I put out on my stories a couple of weeks ago um, about podcast guests and I was inundated with people that wanted a conversation with you. So uh, I think there's going to be some very happy people when they uh, when they get this notification pop up. Oh, I love that. I love that. I actually saw some notifications, actually. I thought people were tagging me. And, and I was like, oh, what's this? And I opened it. I was like, oh, okay, so it's nice. It's nice, man. And I'm glad, I'm glad, you know, it's, we made it happen. Excellent. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, we're going to talk, obviously, all things fatherhood. And I know yes. that you're going to have a lot to say on the topic. <laughs> what I tend to do with my guests is get them to go right the way back to the beginning oh, um, and, and almost just, yeah, take it <laughs> back and give us a bit of a, an insight into what, what life was like for a young Tay Cabs growing oh, up. Oh gosh. Oh, you're taking me back. That's like a long time ago. Now I sound really old saying that, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not that old. I promise you I'm not that old. <laughs> how, how back are we talking? Let's, let's go right the way back to the beginning as, as far back as you can remember. Oh, what was it like? What was it like going out on me? Um, well, basically, I am. There's seven of us, all same mum, same dad. Everyone always asks that question. <laughs> Six boys and one girl. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was like from North London, born and raised. So it was 
just your average family. You know, you always hear people say, we grew up, we never had money, we grew up with it, we had that. I didn't really see all that. I just knew that we was happy. We was young, we was happy, we were playing out. Just all my brothers, you know what I mean? It was just the best, the best time, I would say. Nothing drastic. I was the normal naughty kid. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> I wasn't really the, the 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 good kid. I was the one that's always getting in trouble, you know. So I was always at my nan's house a lot. That was like that was everyone else had to go to parties, but I had to go to my nan's house because I was just never allowed to be around everyone. And I think that's when I kind of, you know, I'll say my nan kind of raised me a little bit. Being around her, that that mm-hmm. was like yeah. I call her my G. She's my G. So we just literally, we just like, just, you know, everything I know now, she kind of teaches me or she taught me back then. Really? But it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's even, it's weird thinking back that far, you know, it's like, that actually happened, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. And so in terms of the age range then of you and your siblings, are you all quite close in age together or is there yeah. big, big gaps? All, all two years, all two years apart. My parents didn't waste no time. So it's all two years apart is literally, <laughs> is, yeah, only I think the, the last one's about three years, four years difference. But yeah, so my oldest is like, what I was about 36. And then the youngest one is 23, I think 22. I don't even know. But we all grown. We all grown now. Amazing. And I think when you've got a family that's as big as that, I mean, you mentioned there that obviously you had ready-made playmates pretty much from from, yeah. from the word go and yes. family was obviously something that was really really important to, to to you guys yeah definitely and i guess i i've always been really interested as to knowing whether that has an impact on whether people grow up wanting to you know eventually start their own families because i've got i'm one of three and mm-hmm. I don't really remember back then thinking about like having my own family. I kind of was just living my life as it, as it was at the time, yeah. you know, a teenager, you're just doing what teenagers do. And yeah, family was, was far from it. What was that like in, in your situation? Um, what, what were you thinking? Um, I think same as you, I never, ever kind of thought of having a family, especially that young. Anyway, my thing was always just, mm. I think I just lived by the day. I literally got up in the morning, didn't care what's going to happen tomorrow. I just lived every day. Like literally I lived my life like that. So yeah, I didn't ever think about family growing up. I'll be honest with you. It was nice to be in a, a, you know, I've got brothers and sisters and stuff, cousins, and that was nice. But for me to create my own family, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't in my mind at the time. I'll tell you that. It wasn't part of a master plan. <laughs> no, yeah, unfortunately it wasn't. No, I know I feel like saying that, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and what's really interesting, and one of the reasons that I was so interested and, and really wanted to have this conversation with you is because it doesn't take very long. Some, some people you've got to fast forward quite a few years into their life before you even get to the family part. Yeah. Um, what's really interesting is that you and Shan... Yeah. You guys met very early in life, didn't you? Yes. Tell us a little bit about that for yes. those that don't know. <laughs> for those that don't know, yes, me and uh, Shan, we met when we was in school. So we went to like, um, our secondary schools was like minutes away from each other. So I met her when I was, what was I? I was 12. We, I think we were both we were both 12, we were 12. And I used to get on a bus 
to to school and she used to be a, get on the bus to her school as well. And yeah, I just always also always like see her every morning. Every morning I see the same girl every time I'm said, like, you know, just who is this girl every time I'm seeing her? So I did what every other young guy would do and I just stared at her the whole time, every time I saw her and <laughs> said nothing. And eventually we just kind of, you know, clocked eyes, started speaking and yeah, we've been the best friends ever since, man. So that's where that started from. Like we actually got together from, I don't like saying the age like 13, 14 because my daughter is now 13. So it's like, yes, we actually <laughs> <laughs> we actually got together at that age and yeah, we're here today. Amazing. I think you've taken like childhood sweethearts. This is definitely the definition of yeah. what, what childhood sweethearts is. Yeah. yeah. And you got, you guys, I suppose what, what's, as I say, interesting about your story is that, you know, you, you, you meet each other at the age of 12 and then by the time you guys hit 16, this is where your fatherhood journey begins. <sighs> yeah. The size says it all. Size, it, it does say it all, but it's nice. I mean, it's not, it's not, it was not nice. I wouldn't say it's nice to have a baby at 16, no, but it's, it's nice to kind of hear that and then to know that, oh, okay, it worked out. Because sometimes when you're in it, when I was in it, I'd be honest with you, I was like, what, is, what am I going to do? Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm mm. young. I'm, you know, I don't know what's going on. I've never, you know, I just done nothing about this. So, yeah, it was, it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. Do you remember how you felt when you first found out that you were going to be a dad? Yes. Yes, I I definitely, listen, I felt like, I'll be honest with you, I felt like my life was over. I was like, oh my God, I thought, mm. that's it. Because I wasn't, you know, there was nothing, I didn't say, okay, I want to be a doctor. I, wanna, I, I have no kind of idea what I wanted to do. And now to have a child, you know, you've got to put your mind into that now. So all your focus is going to be is, is your family, you know, your, your your child and your missus. And I was still a kid. I never grew up yet. I never went to certain places yet. I haven't been to certain parties. I've never done certain things that every other, you know, all my friends was doing. I wasn't going no more, you know. So friends stopped inviting me to places. Like, you know, so it was a big kind of 360 for me and me and Shan, both of us. We literally were just at home thinking, right, what do we do then? Because this is it, you know, this is going to be for life. You know, and it just... Yeah. And, and I think that that's something that people probably don't always appreciate is that at the age of 16, you are still essentially a child yeah. and you're still figuring things out. There's still a huge amount of growing and maturing to do. So to suddenly be in that situation at, at 16, you know, must, must have been challenging. You, you've mentioned a couple of the challenges there. What yeah. was it like for you guys from a support system side of things obviously you've both got families that are yeah. now fully aware of this situation what was that like for you um do you know what i think our, i think our family was the best without our family we wouldn't even be here today they supported us you know they always yeah. like they all just had our backs all the time they knew it was you know it, it wasn't ideal but yeah like my parents always was there for me for shan you know shan's parents same thing was was all tight was all tight was all mean up together yeah. so that kind of helped us to kind of you know just think oh forget everyone else we can do this we can definitely do this yeah and we talk a lot on this podcast about support systems and where it comes from because some people you know at the point where they find out that their their parenthood journey is going to start if they don't have that support system around them then it 
you know, it, it can go a little bit wrong, um, yeah. you know, and, and I think sometimes people are left wondering, you know, what am I supposed to do and feeling just, just feeling alone, I guess. So it's good to hear that you, uh, you guys had that family unit. Yeah. It definitely makes sense because as I can say, family clearly has been such a, a key focal point for, yeah. for you guys. So Tasia comes along and yes. how did life change for you at that moment when, when, when she was born? Uh, I, you know what? When Tasia was born, this was in 2009. When she was born, for me, I think it changed instantly because I went from, okay, she's in the belly, right. fine. I'm about to be a dad. You know, you're always about to be a dad. When she came and I just carried her, it was it for me. I, was, it, I feel like something in me changed. I just went into dad mode straight away. You know, sometimes you maybe people go home and maybe put on the, sh- the shirt and the shoes and trying to feel like a dad. I felt it instantly. I was like, yeah, okay. This is this is this is going on right now. She looks like me. I've got a little kid. So I did became this overprotective dad strip like, there and then. You know, even to to Shannon, her sitting mm-hmm. on the bed, I was like, You're right, yeah. I just went into like dad mode so early, you know, and yeah, I think from there it just changed my whole thinking, you know, my whole mind frame, everything I kind of uh, wanted to do, I put on pause for a little bit and I said, I'm gonna make sure I put these guys it was it was just Shannon Tasia at the time. I wanna put these guys first. Like, that's what I cared about. Whatever I did, money I made, mm. um, literally my life was basically about, about these two, you know, these two girls. And I think that's when I kind of, yeah, I just literally just, yeah, that was the, the my main focus, man. That's, that's beautiful to hear. And again, I think even at, you know, such a young age, just having that mindset and that level of maturity, as you said, you've gone from probably not knowing and understanding what's going to happen, but then very, very quickly, you've just made that switch. Yeah. And, um, you know, I guess that's to be definitely to be commended because Thank you. that step up is, is definitely very, very different. Yeah. So do you remember those early days? So you, 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 I'm talking now you're coming home from the hospital. Yeah. You, you bring a baby home. Yeah. What was that period like? <laughs> That period, you know, it was crazy. It was it was crazy because at the time we were staying at, um, well, we, we never had a house yet. So we was living with Shan's um, parents. So I was literally living there. I was literally like, I said, look, I'm not, I didn't go home for like weeks. So I, there's pictures of me literally wearing the same hoodie because I didn't want to leave. I wanted to, I didn't want to miss nothing. Like whether she, you know, like just the the bottle feeding, I, I enjoyed every single part of it. I was like, I want to, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. So it was a thing where, is it was like a long, like a few months, months and weeks, like weeks and months and stuff. I literally just, I remember holding Tasia, staring at her, you know, it was, yeah, for me, it was the best, that was the best time for me. I think it's so important, the, you know, the, those early days, the, the relationship that you can build with a child just from, as you say, literally just being around and essentially just watching them grow. It's, yeah. it's so, so key. Uh, you know, we've had guests on on the podcast who've mentioned that you know, for maybe down to work reasons, they weren't around as much for those those early days, and it always seems to be kind of one of the things that people say that they regret if they haven't, you know, witnessed yeah. some of those early early moments. I think it's I think it's so key. Yeah. So how long then was it before you guys? obviously had to make decisions around, you know, obviously the relationship is good. You guys are, are together. Yeah. Um, how did it sort of progress to the point where you were like, actually, we now need to kind of set up on our own as a, as a family unit. Um, 
I think that was always a plan when um, she was pregnant. It was always a plan, but obviously we had to take things slowly. Um, so I think when Teja was born, and obviously we crashed into in, in Shan's mum's house, so it was a thing where, you know, we we decided there and then that like, we have to just start doing things by ourselves because even though it was nice to get help from family, we also want to show that we can do it ourselves as well. We don't want to be always relying on family mm-hmm. to come and do something. You know, is that's the only way we can grow. So I think we just had to make make a decision and say, yeah, you know what, let's let's move out, let's get a place, let's try and do this on our own. You know, it's it might be difficult, but to, you know we've got a baby now. That's the that's the more difficult part. Nothing else will be as difficult as this. You know, so yeah, we just went for it, and we just and I think the good thing is it helped me and Shan also bond because we're learning at the same time. It's not like we're just two grown adults. Mm. We don't know what's going on. So we're still growing in life and growing as parents and as a couple and as friends. So the whole time it was like a learning for both of us. Like, did you know this? Did you know that? And then Shan's telling me stuff about house. I'm like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, she's, it's just, it was nice. It was like a new kind of phase for us, you know? Mm, that's, that's nice to hear because I, I look back and again, I, we're not ancient, but obviously yeah. times have changed in that I think there's a lot more access to information now in relation to, you know, well, just anything in life that you need, really. I guess, you know, we're literally a click away now from being able to sort of just figure certain things out. Yeah. And that must have been quite interesting for you two as youngsters to just kind of try and carve your your, your path out. When it came to the parenting side of things, who were you guys turning to if there was ever a need for sort of advice around you know raising Tasia and, and, and doing that or were you just we're just going to do this our own way we we literally decided I'll be honest with you, we decided to kind of try and do it ourselves because you know there's the help was always there if we needed help you know my parents her parents was always there but we said if we keep asking for help we're never going to learn for ourselves so sometimes we just did yeah. it we just did it. We, you know, we made our own schedule and my missus she's when it comes to schedule, that's her thing. So she knows, all right, you know, you got to do this at this time, this at that time, bath her at this time, you know, and it was like, you get to learn and you get into a routine and it's like, you know, you get used to it. You get used to it, you know, without the help or with the help, but you know, just doing it by yourself. Yeah. I think a, a lot of people I know now, they say that, you know, they've got sort of family who maybe live close, for example, and it's, it's always nice that they can have it in the back of their mind that, yeah. oh, if I need, you know, the grandparents to help out, they're just around the corner to be able to do it. But actually, you know, yeah. we, we kind of figure these things out exactly. for ourselves. And it's, yeah. I, I guess what what helps when you do it that way is that actually you kind of then develop your own parenting style. Um, exactly because that. I think yeah. there's nothing worse than trying to shoehorn yourself into someone else's way of doing things yes and that's what it is and obviously we all know how we grew up or you know my parents and my dad was different so you know he does things his way you know he's mm-hmm. old school african congolese you know so how i do things will be totally different so you know and you, you get the, the, the usual when you're holding them oh you know they might have their own opinions on things like oh no don't do it this way don't do it that way you know and you want to just be able to just say no this is <laughs> You know, I love you on that, but this is my child. Let me just try and do it the way I want to do it, you know? Yeah. It's, again, so many conversations that I see online about judgmental people and like parenting. Um, And I think I I genuinely believe that I I think people, there's things that people say or do Mm -hmm. that 
if you ask them, are they being judgmental? They would say no. no I, yeah. I don't think people go out of their way to to be mean to people. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a small population of people that do. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, people are just very supportive. And, but it's just really interesting how the odd comment here or the odd comment there it's I don't know. Sometimes it can it can be a bit much. I think for for new parents. So yeah, it's good to hear that you guys were just like we're just we're just gonna do this. Yeah, especially young parents, not just family. Like yeah. we got, I'll be honest with you, we got judged a lot. We always, you know, we've, we've done a lot of um, adverts about it before, but we got judged a lot because we were young, you know, and we looked really young. You know, if you look at pictures of us back then, we looked like some two kids. I've, se- I've seen oh, the pictures. I've seen it. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. So we just look like kids. So walking the street, people are just looking at us sideways. And if the baby was crying and stuff, people look at us like, we don't know what we're doing, you know? And it was just, it, it was mm-hmm. that, that time wasn't really good. Like I was, I, there was times where I was like embarrassed to be out, not because of the baby, just because people would just look at me and just start saying stuff, you know? So it got to a point where we actually, you know, after a while, we just kind of got used to it. And then people just kind of like left it alone. But mm. we got judged a lot everywhere. We looked at it. Oh, and I looked young, but Shan looked even more younger. So, and she was one carrying the baby. So, you can know, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, again, you know, that was, uh, again, I think just a testament to you guys. Because everything that I've sort of read and heard about you guys, you know, you were just, you were just so focused. And I guess that focus has kind of continued later in life as, as we'll get onto yeah. for sure, because I think there's, there's definitely some character traits there with you both that just meant this was a situation you found yourselves in, yeah. but you were like, we're going to make the best out of this, yeah. this situation yeah. and, and do what, what was needed. Yeah. Make it happen. And what were you then doing for work? Um, obviously sort of in those, those early days, because again, you're, you're still young. I was working in a student accommodation. I can't remember. I had, I had, listen, I had a lot of jobs. I I was the kind of person where I was literally every, I work at a job and I'll change, work at a job, change, whatever was paying the most, I'm, you know, CV. And I've always wanted to get a job that was paying high because I know I had a, a child now. So I was just, you know, wanting to mm-hmm. get a job. I don't, I'm trying to remember where exactly I worked. It was wow, a long time ago. But I remember working at a student accommodation doing a night shift. That's what I used to do. I used to do night shift. So, there was times where we swapped. So daytime, um, I would do the night shift. And stuff. Daytime, Sean would be at home and then I would do night shift. And then we just kept swapping over and stuff. But yeah, a few jobs in the space of, I don't know, a few months and years and stuff. It, it, it always changed. It always changed. Yeah. And I think that's, again, you know, when you look at youngsters, that's what you do, isn't it? You, mm. you know, you try and figure it out. The first job that you go into, that's not necessarily your career and what you're, no. you're planning on doing forever. No. Uh, so there's, there is often a, a lot of change that, that happens. One of the, one of the jobs actually I was working in, I was um, in Emirates Stadium. I remember selling chips. How can I forget that? I love that job. I was selling <laughs> chips and I wore a hat and I loved it because we just got like free food at the end of it. You know what I mean? So you, you save your money. And I remember it being in Arsenal Stadium and just literally like wearing my hat, my red T-shirt and, you know, and I spoke Man United as well. So I was just, I was just random. But yeah, I was just like there, you know, <laughs> that was my job. And I, I did love that job, man. Really good. 
So we're more similar than we than we even thought because my first job was at McDonald's. Is it so oh, also yeah, nice. selling chips? Nice, nice. <laughs> and I'm also and I'm also a Man United fan as well. Is so it? Oh, there, we see. there you go. I love that. I love that. <laughs> let's not talk too much about last season. Let's let's just hope that there's 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 better things to come. Yes, there is. There is definitely. I got faith. <laughs> So you then, I, I remember reading about you guys and one of the things that for those that don't know, um, you guys over the years have basically, let's let's not sugarcoat it, you have shot to fame online through a series of videos and the way yes. in which you portray family life. That's, that's, that's the reality of it. Yeah. I know this started very early with Tasia. Um, so I know a lot of people are playing catch up now and they're sort of, yeah. they're seeing you guys in 2022, the modern version of it. Yeah. But talk us through how that whole thing started with you guys and, and, and being online as a family. It was, it was crazy. I think I can't remember what year exactly it was, but I remember I, I used to do school runs every morning and, um, Sean was just at home and stuff. So what I used to do is just drive her to school, play music, the usual, that's what I used to do. I think Shan was was she pregnant? I can't remember what she was, but she was literally at home in the mornings. So me and Tasia used to just sing and dance in the car and just, just us two. And I used to record it and send it to Shan just in the mornings. And she would laugh and say, oh, I love this video or whatever. And then one time she told me, oh, why don't you post it on Facebook? And I didn't put nothing on Facebook. Those days were just my pictures of, of me, my mom, you know, just the usual Facebook stuff. And she goes, oh, post yeah. it. People, people might like the video. And I remember even saying like, why would anyone like a video of me just with my daughter just singing in the car it's just that's that's totally boring dude you know and then she's like no just 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 try and do it so anyway i posted it and i think the first day we posted it it got so much feedback it, i've never ever had notification like that ever so it was just like my phone was just buzzing and i was like what like what's what's going on so anyway that was fine then the next day did another one another song and um just, people were just, just liking the videos and obviously i wasn't doing much in the videos <laughs> i would just look kind of like recording tasia but Teja was just, some days she'll rap, some days she'll dance, some days she'll just doing whatever. And it just became a thing. It just became a thing. And then I think that when we kind of saw that it was big was when, um, who the first person post retweeted it? I think it was Jennifer Hudson was the first person ever to kind of like share right. it. And then we were like, okay, well, this is huge. And... Uh, from there we just continued yeah and it's those turning points are always so interesting to hear because someone asked me this a couple of weeks ago they were basically trying to ask me how do you kind of how do you go viral is what is was the yeah. question that they yeah. were trying to to ask me right. and I was saying that I genuinely believe, I know that people try and force it and there are situations that they try and manufacture to go viral. Yeah. But I find that people that have got any longevity in this, when you ask them how it all started, it, it is these stories yeah. where it's like, I posted it, but I didn't really think anything was going to happen. Yeah. And then it just organically gets mm -hmm. picked up and then the traction seems to happen. It's... Yeah. I, I just, I, sometimes I just don't think there is a formula and almost if you're trying too hard yeah. then you may never actually ever achieve it anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just all naturally, literally all naturally. And that's just how we are as you know, if you come into my house, literally all we do is play music. We joke. We, and I've always been from day one, actually, I think I've always known that I wanted to be that parent where in my household is fun. Like we grew up watching my wife and kids and stuff like that. So yeah. that was my kind of way of parenting. And it's like, 
it's just a fun house, you know. Obviously, there's rules and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. a place where everyone just is free and just, you know, be yourself. And do you think that your age had a part to play in that as well? Because you were still so young and just, I guess, yeah, enjoying yeah. and loving life that way. Definitely, hundred percent. I feel like it's we kind of grew up together, even though she's, you know, she's younger. She's, you know, she's my baby, but we kind of grew up together. So it was a thing where mm-hmm. I was learning while I'm learning, I'm teaching it at the same time. So we are quite, all of us are quite tight as a unit, but especially my, me and my older daughter I'm, and, and Shannon, we're all, we're really, really tight because she's been there. Like she's been there from the beginning when I never had nothing and I'm trying to figure out how to do certain things. And yeah, so I thought that kind of makes our bond really, really tight. Yeah, it's, and it's clear to see. I mean, I love watching you guys and anyone that kind of sees your stuff online, you can't, you cannot help but just, smile it's uh, it's just good wholesome content i think oh, that's okay. and i think sometimes that's what the world needs because we're so used to I, I, a friend of mine was saying last week that the stuff that does tend to go viral is you know the negative stuff or mm. you know there's just things out there that people are trying to be controversial yeah so i yeah. think when you just stumble across something that is just feel good wholesome content it's yeah i don't know it it just make it makes people smile, and I oh, guess that's you. that's thank kind you. of what happens. So, how, how did you guys make that transition then? Because obviously there is that transition where you go from just oh, we're going to post the odd video here and there on Facebook for friends and family to see, and and obviously you've had an example where it's gone it's gone nuclear very very quickly. Yeah. Did you then suddenly start to realize that actually this is something that you know you you could one day be doing full-time? A little bit. I had it in my mind that, okay, I can probably do this, like really do this. But then I also thought to myself, how many times can you like kind of just sit in the car and sing with your daughter? That's what my mind was. I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't really want to keep doing that. And then I kept getting messages of people thinking like they want more, not just singing, but oh, I want to to know more about this, this, this family, you know? And that's when I decided, okay, if they want to see more, let me come out of the car. And that's when I started doing videos We've, I've like kind of evolved everybody now, you know? So that's when we kind of started, mm-hmm. that's when I thought, okay, maybe YouTube might be better because, you know, yeah, we do one, two videos and skits and stuff, but maybe the, the vlogs might do better because you're actually seeing us outside the car. Yeah, we're singing, dancing, but there is more to us than just kind of like singing and dancing. And I feel like that when I kind of started doing that, I started getting more of a feel for it. That's when I decided, yeah, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is definitely... I want to keep making videos. I like the response, people loving it. I, I love that I make people happy with what with what I do. It kind of makes me keep posting more videos, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's good to hear. And I think, because you guys, I suppose, once you start that, that vlogging side of things, I always say that it takes a very special, I feel like it takes a special person to do that because yeah. it's not easy. No, And I, I guess as well comes the consistent, the consistency side of things as well, yes. particularly when you are then trying to make it work. Yeah. Um, you know, people are like, oh, you just pick, you just pick up a camera and talk into it. Well, actually, no, I think there's a lot there's more that goes into more, it. A lot more. Than- yeah. <laughs> it's just, you you got to know also what you post you got to know kind of what you're putting out there. And I, we just don't pick up the camera and just record nothing. That's, I know, I know people out there, mm. you know, might pick up the camera and just go for a walk and just talk and stuff. I've always wanted to put out quality content. You know, I don't like putting out, you know, mm. I don't mind if I put out free videos in, in, I don't know, in three months, as long as it's the best free videos I've put out, 
I'm happy with that. I wouldn't just get a video, put it on, I'm just mm. talking about, you know, myself. You know, people don't want to see that. People want to see, yeah. from what I know, they want to see just family life, you know, whatever it is. But you've got to be really selective with what you, with what I post on, on, on the page. Yeah, of course. And when you, when this was all going on, because it's, as I say, we, we're talking, it started with, with yeah. Tasia. Yeah. What were the conversations between you and Shan in relation to, you know, opening up your life to, to the world, essentially, in, in this way? Um, I think, you know what? I am the kind of person where I just go for it. I'm just like, yo, I like this. I've got an idea. I'm going for it. Whereas in Shan is more of a like reserved person. She's more like, okay, wait, first of all, think about it first. What are you doing? What's happening? And she likes the schedule and know what's going on before. And that's why it works because I'm the crazy one and she's the more responsible, <laughs> responsible one, you know? So um, <laughs> obviously we had a chat because we never knew it was going to get like this at all. But it was just, like I said, fun and games. So then when it was getting serious, I told her, look, I think I might actually go for it. So uh, we had a chat about it as well. You know, Tejo loved to do the videos. Um, but yeah, I think personally, I think it happened too, like so quick. Like we never even had a chance to even, mm-hmm. like we discussed it, but it was all, things were already out, you know? So once we put the video out, it was like, okay, well, you guys are doing it now. That, that's it. Yeah, I, I I hear that completely. And I guess that's what I mean about those organic stories, because it's almost like you haven't plotted and planned, right, we're going to do this for <laughs> no. this amount of time, then we're going to do this. It's, you know, it's it's just, and then when you do get caught up in it and it's, it's going well, then that's, I suppose sometimes that is just the best time to just keep going and, you know, see that's where it, literally. see where it takes you. Yeah, yeah. So then I think an interesting period then must have been around the time that you guys have been doing these videos, you know, family life is, is being documented and it's, it's out there. Did you guys know at this point that you wanted to grow your family even more? Uh, No, it was, it was already going to grow regardless of what we were doing. Um, It just meant that, yeah, just the kids have to get, the the, the kids are obviously, they're, they're born into this now. So it was, it was just one of those things. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't for content or nothing like that. It was just, we want to have another baby. I think it was time, you know, Tasia was, it was a big gap between mm-hmm. Tasia and Mali because, you know, we were young with Tasia. So she was the only child for a very long time. And she was always saying, oh, I want a sister, I want a mm-hmm. sister, I want a sister. So, you know. And eventually, eventually, eventually you gave her what you, we gave her what she wanted. Yes, exactly, exactly <laughs> that. And what was that transition like going from, because people always ask me, oh, what's the hardest number to go from? What was, what, how did you guys find it going from, from one to two um, children? I think it was all right. I think it was really good because Tasia was already a bit old enough where she can kind of do her own thing a little bit. Like, you know, she don't need help that much mm. so we can focus on Mali, you know, and that's where it was kind of easier, you know, than it is now, but it was easier then, but yeah, I think it was cool. I think it's, you know, once you've got one, once you have one child, you kind of know, you know what I mean? It, it, you kind of, you relax a little bit. In the beginning, I was very like, oh my God, my, I'm following Teja around the house when she's playing. I'm like, no, no. When it, when you have more kids, you kind of get less and less. And now you're just sitting back and watching them run around and you're just like, yeah, it's cool. Do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like now where we are with number five, I'm like, yeah, I'm just looking at Zaya thinking, you're going to be left to your own devices very, very yeah. soon. <laughs> just let him chill. Just, yeah, just, just do your own thing, man. Do your own thing. Yeah. Just, just, just figure life out for yourself. <laughs> so, so Mali comes along and yes. you guys, um, 
again, you know, you're already now documenting. Because I suppose an interesting conversation is about the point where you guys have made a change. Because I, I remember reading about this, that you guys were in jobs, you were in a job and you had to make a conscious decision that actually full-time content creation was going to be your thing. Yeah. At what point did that come in? Um, I can't remember exactly what year it was, um, but Mali was born. I was still working up to Mali was, Mali was born. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to remember the exact time, but yeah, we we done a video and it, went, it was going really, really well. And I just made a decision, like, I, to be fair, I kind of sprang out on Shan a little bit. I was sitting there just myself, like thinking some, I was at work and I said, I've never got, well, I've got time, but it's, um, it's really tight. So I'm at work and I come in, I'm trying to get content. Then I've got to edit it and I'm doing my night shift and I'm hardly sleeping because I'm doing night and I'm filming in the daytime. And I said, I think I might have to just go for it. Like quit my job and just like do it, mm-hmm. you know? And then obviously as every wife will be out there and say, well, are you sure? Like, you know, are you sure you want to do this? You know, make, you know, I said, look, I think I want to do it. And this is what we were making nothing. It was nothing was coming, no money, nothing. But I was like, I just want to focus on this. And I, I really had, it's weird to say, but I had something I knew, like it was going to work. Like I knew that, you know, what I want to do. And I had content ready in my head and I knew what I was going to do. And yeah, I just went for it. And then this is where she said, look, you know what? I trust you. And she did. She said, look, I trust you. I know that, you know, when you say you're going to do something, you will do it, you know, so go for it, man. Just go for it. And when you get the green light from your missus, because you know that your missus is like, you know, you live with her. You're like, all right, cool. Now I've got you know, no pressure. Now, you know, you know, it, and if it don't work, it's normal. You just get back to work. It's, it's, you know, you have to just try it. You have to try it. So I just literally went for it. And yeah. And I think I worked harder than I did when I was working on nine to five. So, you know, you, you don't sleep, you, you, yeah. even worse. You don't eat, you don't do nothing. So Yeah. And that was a big change around, yeah. I think that's the the common misconception. Yeah. I guess that's the common misconception with people that leave a job to go and do something like, you know, creating content. It's like, oh, well, you now just sit around most of your day and you don't really do a great deal. But actually, like you've just said there, you end up probably working harder yes. because there's more hours that you now need to do. You know, you've got to, to think about things a little bit differently. Yeah. And I think... What must be nice is to just take away the distraction. So for you at that time, the work, your job was, you know, that was the thing that was kind of almost holding you back, I guess. Yeah. So suddenly to have that taken away, that must have been quite a nice, uh, a nice feeling. Yeah, it was nice, but also it was a lot of pressure as well, because now it's like, you you said you're going to do this and you've got these two kids and mm. you've got a wife and stuff. So you need to really, uh, you can't say, okay, I'll quit my job now. Let me go sleep. I'll start on Wednesday. There's no Wednesday. You got to start now. Like you got to get up and just yeah. go for it now. And then that was it. It helped me to kind of be disciplined in terms of like knowing what you're doing every day. Like I knew I'm filming this. I'm doing this. I'm editing. I'm gonna put out this, and then I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then it just became kind of installed in me. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That that level of structure you know, that is what you have in a day job, you know, yeah. that you have to have focus, you have yeah. to have goals, you have to have schedules, all all of these things, you know, I think that, that's the bit that I suppose a lot of people do miss sometimes is that when you're watching a personality online like yourself and, and your family, you know, we are very much seeing the end product of 
what is a lot of time spent behind the scenes, you know, yes. building building these things. There's a lot. And obviously, like, exactly what you said, touching on something you said there, I think it's writing stuff down. We had a major vision board, like a vision board. And yeah. I remember writing it. Yeah, she, like we brought down me, Shan and Tasia, wrote down everything we wanted. So I remember putting up stuff like start, um, you know, do constant videos on YouTube, um, hit a million subscribers, um, get a million. We said random things, random things like we just wanted to do. You know, Shan put presenting, I put DJing. And this is where we never had no resources to do these things. We just thought, just put it on there. Why not? And as we kind of kept doing videos, one by one, we're just ticking them off, ticking them off, ticking them off. And it was like, this is actually crazy, you know? So I feel like writing things down is um, you always hear people say it on these motivational podcasts and videos, but it's like, it's, it helps. It's amazing. And I was like, you could you see it every morning, you know? Right. And then it makes you want to go and get it, you know? Yeah. And that must have been really nice for you guys, because especially doing that alongside Tasia, you know, yeah. she's obviously growing up now and, you know, she's kind of, I guess, figuring out life for herself and what she wants to do. But I think to be able to see firsthand that, you know, mum and dad, this is what they do. They, you know, they, they map things out and, you know, yeah. things aren't just left to chance. And clearly she could see all the hard work that's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Again, I think that's, again, I keep saying it, you know, you guys are to be commended just for, for that, because I think teaching a, a child today, particularly in a, in a social media era can be quite challenging. I imagine. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. How do you guys balance things then? Because, the argument that some people would, would throw you away, I guess, is that, oh, you know, you guys as a family, you, you put everything online, which we know isn't true. Mm. I, you know, let's, let's clear that up straight away. That definitely <laughs> yeah. isn't true. No. Um, you are, you are selective, but how do you balance that time? Because I think when you're involved in social media, you naturally want to be on social media a lot to kind of always see what's, what's going on. Yeah. How, how do you balance it all? Um, do you know what we got? Like, yeah, a lot of people always think that, oh, you show your whole life exactly what you said. We, we don't. I think people only see five, I'll say probably about five minutes of what we do in the whole day. And that's a content creator from literally five minutes. But we, how do you balance it? We kind of, like, we've got times where we, obviously you might see me recording with the family, with singing, dancing, whatever. But we, there's times where you will not see us. And many times, a lot of our followers will say, where are you guys? Where are you guys? Because we're strict on turning like the phones away like and shan's the biggest that like, she's the best at this she was like all right everyone phones down we're watching a movie we're playing uno we're doing karaoke off camera so sometimes you might see us singing mm -hmm. dancing on camera but we you know we go for drives we go for walks you know the kids are riding their bikes where we're just away from social media it kind of gets us kind of like just to bond because sometimes you will get caught up in mm -hmm. the social media and it's, it's social media you know it's for entertainment you get caught up in that and you forget that weight you know, I have a family, my missus right here, my kids right here, you're not spending no time with them. So we make sure that's the first thing we do. Like, you know, there's homework to do. There's, you know, you got to keep up with what's going on with school, with, with the kids and, you know, food. And there's so much things to do with, as, as a family, before we even turn into social media, you know, it's, yeah, that's, what, that's how we balance it. You know, we've got schedule. It's basically a big, big schedule. Like Shan has it written down on our fridge. There's a massive board that says, look, you know, this time we're doing this, this day is for this time, you know, Saturday and Sunday this week, no one ain't doing nothing. We're going to the zoo and that's it. We're going to the zoo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and that's how that works. And I think that again, that's so important to see because, 
you know, my kids are still quite young. So, but I am conscious that, you know, as they know and start to become a bit more aware of what's going on in the world of social media and that, you know, I, I'm involved in it to some extent, I've always been conscious and just thinking, how do I let them see that this can't take over? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I think you you have to you have to really kind of draw a line somewhere, you know, between what is an online life versus real life. Exactly. Uh, I guess that's that that is so so key. But exactly. it sounds like you guys are. It sounds like you've kind of built it, and you you know you you're, you're constantly working on making sure that you know you 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 keep sticking to that. I guess. Yeah, I think that's the the main the main thing. Man. I feel like is. I, I don't know, our, our house is kind of, there's times where obviously we're, we're fun and jokes and stuff, but there's times where we're very serious in terms of like, we know what we want. Like I know what it is, you know, mm. you've got a family first, that's first before anything else. I'll make sure that my family is good, you know, in terms of education, in terms of, you know, health, all the stuff like that is, we put that first. When we know that's okay, then okay, we've got work to do as well. We've got social media, we've got, you know, individually as well, we've got a separate job. Like, you know, we, we always doing different things as well. So yeah, man, it's about balance, like you said. And just picking up on that, because you said about education there, what's yeah. the, the what's the conversation like then with you guys and Tasia now? Because obviously she's at that age where, you know, she's got, you know, exams ahead of her. And, you know, there's, I suppose, lots of opportunities in which way she could go from, from an education perspective. Yeah. How have you found that conversation around what, what she should be doing next steps. That, that's good. You know, I think I always, when I speak to her, I ask her, what do you want to do? Like, she can do whatever she wants to do. I'm I'm here for her, whatever she wants to do, you know. And right currently, she like, for example, she loves school. She loves the usual. She loves um, English. She loves maths. And she, right now, she doesn't know. She definitely knows that she wants to be an act, actress. That's what she wants to do. So we are kind of mm. helping her push her into that kind of, in, in, you know, in, in, into that world there. But, yeah, Tasia's just overall, uh, I know it sounds a bit crazy because, or it sounds a bit biased because it's my child, but it's, she is literally one of the best kids that she literally just, she's so focused. Like when she's got homework to do, she mm-hmm. does it. She's got a plan. She's taken obviously from Shannon in terms of scheduling everything. You know, she don't need an alarm to wake up. She's just up. She knows what she's doing. And yeah, man, it's, it's, it's nice to see it. She basically is, she's very organized, I would say. Yeah. And again, I think that's also so good to hear because I think, again, there's common misconceptions about, you know, families that are dedicated to, you know, this online life that, you know, or they're not into education or they don't want to push this or, you know, even some feel that I think um, I've seen this conversation quite a few times that, oh, you know, they're just going to push their kids into this social media world because that's what they're doing at the moment. But I always find it's not really the case. I find that Kids no. are actually really switched on and they know what they want in life. They literally do. They know what they want. If they want to do it, they, you know, there's days when sometimes, Tegotaja loves doing filming. Like she's, obviously she's been in a car before with me, but then now she's kind of like being behind the camera a lot and filming and she's like, oh, I've got this idea. I think you can do it. And she's always coming with all these new ideas. Even me, I'm like, look, I don't want to film today. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. But she goes, no, 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 I think you can, you know, if she's not doing that, then Teja is reading. Like she's got, she's a fan of reading. Yeah, everyone and people who follow us know that I'm always recording in a room. Like what she's doing, mm. reading books left, right, center. Like she's so, like she's a book person. I think all my kids are, but Teja and yeah, Teja married mm. both of her, but she reads a lot of books and she's trying to learn new words and she'll come and throw a word at me. I'm like, look, I don't know what that means, you know. So it's all these things that you know she's always learning every day. She wants to try something new. 
you know, that's what I love about that. Yeah, I think, again, just I, I think it's amazing to hear because, as I say, I think it could be very easy for a child, especially growing up in today's day yeah. and age where, you know, they just lose focus or everything is about online. And I, I just... I always find it heartwarming when I hear that, you know, there are young kids out there that A, care about their education and that yeah. do just love stuff like reading a book because, yeah. you know, that is still normal. I think, yeah, I think it's, no, I think it's balanced because she does read the book and, and yeah, she loves all that stuff, but also she goes on TikTok and then she does her stuff on TikTok because she's a 13 year old, you know? So it's not going to be always right mm. book, 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 book. So I think it's exactly what you said is, is balanced. You know, not everybody is going to be, yeah. you can't just be on social media and just, do that and do nothing else. And then you can't just be doing books, but books, because then you want to know what's, you know, so she's kind of got the best of both where, you know, if she wants to put the books down for a little yeah. bit, does a TikTok with, with her sister and that and stuff. And yeah, that's what it is. As long as she's happy, that's the main thing we, we, we care about here. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, um, <laughs> I think as parents, that's literally all we have to focus on. Exactly. You guys then, so you, we're now at the point where you've got two kids. Yeah. And in 2019, if I've got my dates right, I think that's when TJ comes along. 2019, yes, yes. You guys wanted to, you we wanted to go again. <laughs> yes, and yes. Going going back actually, I think we skip. I skip one page. Going back actually is because a lot of people actually ask, oh, how did Mally get in the car then? Because TJ was doing it, and then Mally <laughs> just got in the car straight away. You know, and that's, yeah. It, <laughs> And it's just a thing where it's actually crazy because Mali wasn't meant to, like, it again, like, like how Teju one happened, it just happened by mistake. There's a first video that Mali did and it was um, Baby Shark. It was Baby Shark video. And uh, at this time, Teju was doing her sats in year, in year six. And I remember I said to her, look, right. I'm not going to do no videos with you because, you know, you, you got to do your, your sats, so you got to focus on your work and stuff. And that was it. Teju was on camera. It was just me, myself. So then we was, I was parked up with Mally in a car and I was playing, or Baby Shark at the time was a thing. So she was always playing it. And I happened to be recording. Like this is, it was literally not rehearsed or nothing. I just put record. And that's when you guys saw the Baby Shark one. And then li literally it was like, mm -hmm. while Shan was in her appointment, I think Shan was, what was Shan? She went for an appointment because she was early, like in terms of she was early, um, I think scan or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was in the car. And then that video obviously blew up even more than Tage's one. And that wasn't meant to happen because mm. Mali was never meant to be in a car at the time. So then for when it happened and then it was just like, it just continued to continue. And then Mali obviously saw Tasia's videos and at a young age, I think she was like 18 months at the time or something like that. She was really young and she knew direction in the car and stuff. And then from there, I just said to myself, yeah, okay, I've got, I've got two of them. <laughs> I've got two of them, you know? And yeah, yeah, that that, that that's when that's when TJ came afterwards. Yeah. It's funny though because with anyone that has seen Mali's videos, and and honestly, if if you're listening to this and you you haven't seen any of these videos, I I encourage you just to go online and, and check some of that. That girl, <laughs> she she's been here before. She's she's been here before. She has. <laughs> she has. <laughs> the. <laughs> Yeah, just the way that she acts, the way she dances, the songs that she knows. Yeah, it, yeah. It's 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 almost not normal. But like you said, you've done this <laughs> twice now. You <laughs> yes, it's just old school. That's what it is. We just we just play old school in my house. As I I kind of I, my parents didn't listen to old school music. It was just me. I don't know where right. it came from. People always ask me, "Oh, maybe your parents?" I literally did. I love history. I'm a big fan of history, so I like to just kind of 
go back. I'm talking Motown and 60s and 70s mm-hmm. music. I listen to the music that you would never not listen to, you know? So I'm always playing mm-hmm. that on, in, on blast in my house. So Mali and Tasia are always listening to old school music. They pick it up. They know lyrics. They know the routines and stuff. So it's a thing where it's, yeah, it's a musical house. I'll tell you that. And I never knew Mali was listening at a young age to know Temptations and James Brown at a very young age. So, yeah, I was surprised. Same as the world was. I was literally surprised. Like, okay, yeah, okay. Yes, Mali, go on. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, because, you know, her singing along to a Baby Shark song kind of makes sense. You know, every kid eventually kind of picks up the words to it. But like you say, when it just... When it when it skips back a couple of generations and she's singing these <laughs> lyrics with such feeling and you know oh, the energy passion. that she's she's the got passion. for it, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's just it, it's absolutely incredible to incredible <laughs> to see, and oh, I think what's what's also good is and I love hearing again you know that organic nature because I think there is that thing where you know obviously there's a formula. As in, you know, those types of videos, I think, are always going to do well. You know, people are, yeah. are, are like always going to want to see them. But with you guys, it just, I don't know, it just never feels, it just never feels forced. <laughs> and I suppose yeah. that's that's kind of the winning combination online, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's, it's there's times, there's no structure to it. Like you said, it's not a thing where, okay, every single Monday I'm going to post a video. It's not, that's not that how it is. Mm. It's if we're in a car and... We happen to be because there's normally when we're on the way to go somewhere, and we're just we're just vibes in the car. You know, we've got a camera out. Let's why not? Let's try and see what you, what you're gonna dance to this time. And that's how that kind of works, you know. And then obviously you put little elements in it as well to make it more funny and stuff. But it's yeah, it's just natural. We just don't like knowing. Okay, every Monday because you will get bored of it. But in between that time, we also post other things like just being a family. Like people kind of see it mm-hmm. a lot of not just in the car. There's times when I don't know me and Shan are just having a debate, a normal parents debate and the kids are involved. Then we're going back and forth. We're doing family court. So these are the normal things that happen in, in the house. We just get it on camera, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously as a result of, you know, so many viral videos now, you guys have, I think you mentioned that Jennifer Hudson was kind of one of the first, I think I remember see, I think I remember when that one happened. And so straight yeah. away, you've got an international audience and yeah. I know you've done a lot of TV appearances, um, not only in the UK, but also in the U S how, yeah. how has all of that sort of just changed the dynamic for, for, for what it is that you guys do? Cause you're, you're now appealing to a much larger audience. Yeah. It's insane. Honestly, it's insane. And we, we, we obviously, you've got to thank God for that. But it's, some days I just sit there and I realize, I just think to myself, like, this is actually happening. Every day, it's not a thing where I've never sat back and been like, okay, like, I'm always taking in, like, this is mad, this is insane. So, you know, you know, somebody in America, like, we did um, the Steve Harvey show and they're like, he said my name. Like, he said, Tay and Shan, you, I, was, <laughs> I grew up on Steve. Like, I know every single Steve joke, mm. you know? So it was, it was just, is nice and also to be to, to do that and to do it with your family I think it's for me anyway like you know because I've started to um, do this with um, just Tasia to now see Mali involved and see Shan and T and we're all here and it's like this is nice man I, I love you know to, to do this but even better to do it with my family it's amazing yeah that, it must be an amazing feeling just to yeah. yeah all of you be on that on that journey together and again I suppose with a, such a large audience and it growing, 
I think I remember reading that uh, in one article that, you, you know, saying that you guys did find that challenging at times. I mean, again, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it real. It's not yeah. all a bed of roses when no, it comes to this glam, sort of no. stuff. W- yeah. What, what, what are the challenges and, and how do you, how do you sort of deal with, with anything that, that does come up as a challenge in this space? Um, I think the challenges are like, first of all, content. You've got to always make the best content. You want to, you want to just, people do say, just post anything, we watch it, but we don't want to do that. We want to always give quality mm. content the same way, you know, from our old followers been following us from day one. They like us because we give original content. It's nothing forced. We don't try and make things up just to go viral. It's just us being us. And it comes to a point where sometimes you don't, you're not in a mood to make content, you know, and this is your job now. So, okay, what do you do when mm. this is your job to make content, but you're not in the mood to make content? It's like, it's a bit different, you know, when you go nine to five, you, you don't feel like going, but you, you just have to go, isn't it? you go and get your, you know, get your money. But yeah, it's, it's, that's what I think the challenges come for us. And also we're also st- still a normal family. So there's times where the mm. kids, I don't know, maybe they're sick or something, or maybe it's something could be going on at home and you're not in a mood. You're just not in a mood. So those would are, are challenging, you know, I, I would say. Yeah. And I think, and obviously, you know, it's, I think, I think it goes without saying that once you start appealing to a much wider audience, you suddenly then start to attract, I guess, the opinions of lots more people. Yes. Um, yeah. It's always, I find that when you talk to people who have had even just one viral video, you know, you can't help but sort of maybe say scan the comments of, you know, what people are saying and it will be loads and loads of positivity. Everyone's like rooting for you or, you know, singing your praises, but then there might just be that one comment that's negative. Yeah. I did read somewhere that you said that sometimes the negativity side of things can also be another challenge. Again, how how are you learning to kind of deal with that Um, side of things? I think in the beginning, we, we, we didn't know how it was. In the beginning, we was like, because we were, we're new to this. So you get comments and what comments are on there? Like, just, I can't remember. It's just random comments and saying, oh, um, to be fair, most of the comments, I, I feel I get most of the, the negative, not, not most negative comments, but any negativity will come towards me. They'll be like, oh, um, right. this guy, no, what was it? In me in the car, even though everyone knows it's part of the, the you know, the, the video, they said, oh, this guy is never smiling. He's not a good dad. He's, his daughter is singing along <laughs> in the car and having a good time. Why can't you just dance and sing with her? And I'm just like, is this person yeah. serious? <laughs> is this person serious? <laughs> so in the beginning, I used to get really angry. Like, oh my God, it's a it's a video. Like, come on, get with it. But now you just kind of read it and you're just like, you know, is what it is. If you focus on, it's not fair. You've got all these people that are writing nice things and you're going to focus on the negative one and mm-hmm. you're giving them the energy. When people who are writing these good things, you just give them the energy, you know? So we don't reply to no bad comments. And there is, a, you know, the good thing is there's not a lot of bad comments. There is one, two, you know, little people yeah. who might say something, of course, but what can you do, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I mean, for a start that, you know, the type of content, as we said, it's very wholesome. So I think, you know, anyone that's coming to your page to kind of come with negativity is just ridiculous. I don't know how you can be angry at anything you guys <laughs> post, to be honest. Literally, yeah, um, yeah. But there, there'll, there, there will always be someone. Um, of course. But it's, it's true there what you said about where I think what it seems like you guys have maybe cracked the code with is where you channel your energy. Yeah. And, you know, you've got adoring fans, supporters, whatever we want to call them, you know, yeah, and there, yeah. there are lots of them. So giving your energy to those individuals, I think I can see why that 
you know you feel is a is a good good use yeah. of of your energy definitely which is, which is good I'm really interested to talk about when I started this podcast, it was, I wanted to sort of talk about everyone's schedules and, you know, how everyone was kind of like managing their diary alongside being a dad. Mm-hmm. Obviously one of the biggest changes that's happened in recent times that has an impact on, on people's diaries was lockdown Yeah, because, you know, you guys, you know, there is content where you're out and about, you're doing things, you know, you're, you're, you're living your normal life and you're bringing us in on that. What was lockdown like for and i'm talking for you personally now as yeah. as a father um you know very different change in circumstances the world's changing outside what what yeah. was that like for you that time period um i think the first lockdown when it first happened when it was new to everybody i mean it wasn't really that bad when it first when it was the first one I was like mm. okay what so no one's gonna leave the house okay cool we can save some money you know you're gonna go out and spend nothing you guys you guys can't go out it was fine i kind of liked it because we was you know together all the time and it was fine we were, you know we were tired anyway we were bonding but then it gets to a point where let's be honest i don't care how much i love my kids i love my family it's too much like you lot were always together like we're stuck in in this house just us lot you know so um yeah it got kind of like difficult because yeah there's just kids they you know they're making a mess and you got to try and figure out content but with that being said this is where we kind of used it for you know, for for content, you know, is everyone's at home, mm-hmm. no one can go out. What are you gonna do with that? You can sit down and complain about it, or you can. So we just we just decided to do, yeah, just pick up the camera and show what we're going through. And I actually think lockdown was one of our kind of biggest, moment, I don't know, biggest turnarounds for us a little bit as well because mm. people wanted entertainment. People was obviously upset, and it was, yeah. a, it was a bad time, and we just said instead of coming online and just saying bad things about and all these things, just come on and just, I don't know, just be positive, be positive. We're laughing, we're singing, I'm yeah. having my decks out, we're playing music, we're playing games with um, a lot of our followers. And yeah, and then people just like, kind of like draw to draw to us, our, our page, you know, for constant kind of entertainment. And I think I saw that with you guys, because I was, I was kind of, as a follower, just, you know, looking along and it was nice to have a bit of an insight into what was you know, sort of just going on with your day-to-day stuff. And as you said, it's it's almost like it was the, the light relief that people needed to yeah. to come online and, and see that that side of things. Yeah. Obviously, we talked very, very briefly, TJ that had come along at this point. So yes. he's, he comes along in, I think, May Nin- 2019. 19, so yeah. he's, he's, only, he's only a year old when we're going into this sort of lockdown, lockdown yeah, situation, yeah. <laughs> um, which again is quite an interesting age, isn't it? Because, you yes. know, I'm sure normally under those circumstances, that's between 12 months and 18 months, two years, you know, you're getting your kids here, there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing mm-hmm. lots of firsts for the first time. Yeah. And he was, he was indoors. He doesn't seem to have, he doesn't seem to have suffered because of it. <laughs> no, nope, not at all, man. It's, it's, it was crazy because <laughs> it's like, that's all he knew. That's all he knows. He knew just being at home. You know, so it was, I felt kind of sorry for him because he never had a chance to kind of like be out. He missed his first birthday, second birthday. It's just, you know, he didn't do, do nothing really. So yeah, it was, it was an interesting time because yeah, but I think he enjoyed it. He didn't know what was going on. He was just like, look, I'm, I'm at home. There's all these toys, you know, there's food. I'm living my best life. <laughs> and, then, and the reality, the reality <laughs> is kids are so resilient. Yeah. I think you know, and I think just, I suppose with your, you know, with the energy of your household anyway around him, he was never going to be kind of this, uh, this 
shy retiring child that would just sit in the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, he's already, he's already, he's already showing all the signs of, of, you know, following in his sister's but, footsteps. No, but you know um, what? You know what? It actually is not, you know, that's what everyone thinks. Everyone thinks that he's going to go into like follow Teja and uh, Mali, but he's completely different. When, when I, obviously, when I knew I was having a boy, okay. I, I really thought, okay, yes, this is it. I'm going to have, you know, my son with me in a car. He's going to love old school music like me. It's going to be like, just the way the girls are, their daddy's girls. So it's a thing where, yep, I've got my son now. He's come, he don't want nothing to do with me. He just chills with his mum the whole time. <laughs> like he's not into old school music. You know, you know, I love my son, but he can't sing. Do you know what I mean? So it's a thing where he can't <laughs> sing and he can't dance. So I'm just thinking to myself, oh my God, what, what, what is, like, what's happening here? You know? So yeah, he's more of a, people will see it. Like he's more, he's funny, very funny. Like that's what he does. Yeah. But you put music on and he's looking at everyone dancing and singing. And he's just like, I'm not, I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. And he's got his car and he's just doing his own thing, man. But yeah, he's doing his own thing. <laughs> I think that's what stands out to me is it's like the personality that you can see sort of coming through because it it doesn't surprise me there where you say that, you know, he's like, he's funny, you know, yeah. I think it's like the, the facial expressions or yeah. maybe even just the fact that I, I see sometimes the videos of, of Mali almost trying to teach him how to do things. And it's like, yes. he, you know, he's like you said, he's going to do his own thing. Yeah, he's, he's going to do his own thing. We're trying, we're it's, trying. Uh, Mally's been teaching him old school music and trying to teach him Michael Jackson and stuff. And he's trying, but he just hasn't got the, I don't know what you call it. He just haven't, whatever it is, he just hasn't got it yet. Hopefully it will come. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what? It, it may not, you know, and not, I guess yeah. that's the the beauty, isn't it? Of, yes. of raising children is we yeah. can't, you know, we cannot predict what they're going to do. And yeah actually whatever his particular calling in life is going to be that's that's that's, that's what it thing. will be definitely so i think you mentioned it earlier where you said that you know there will be times where you guys just as a family will take a break from you know social media as in you know maybe for a day where you'll put a phone down and you'll go out and just enjoy things yeah but i remember that there was a point i think this was towards the end of of lockdown or we were coming out of lockdown where you guys had to you know really take just look after yourselves um yeah. for anyone that doesn't know and, and has wasn't following around that sort of time do you want to give us a bit of an insight into you know sort of your circumstances and, and what happened back then um yeah unfortunately we we well we got the couple got covid and we was really sick like you know we we was um we were just was out was out of it man so yeah i got sick my missus got sick so we just decided just to focus on getting better focus on our health, put the phones mm. down a little bit. And yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a crazy time. So I can't remember how long it was off for, but we've got a lot, we've got a lot of messages, you know, from, from people that say, oh my God, where are you guys? And they're worried and stuff, but yeah, we just took a break and needed a long needed break. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think, you know, again, I remember watching the video when, when you guys came back and the series of videos where you were talking about that. I mean, this wasn't, yeah. This wasn't that you just kind of got COVID and, you know, felt a little bit groggy for a couple of days, was it? No, if this was no. this was serious stuff. This was serious. And I never I never took it that serious until it was like, yo, I'm in hospital. Like, I'm here in hospital. Mm. And I, you know, the usual, I just couldn't breathe. It was, I lost weight. It was bad. And I was like, I was kind of, I was scared. I'll be honest with you, I'll be keep it real with you. I was scared. I was like, this mm. is mad, you know? So um, to be in hospital like that, 
and I'm a fit person. I wouldn't say fit like that, but you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. But is I, I train, I, I, I eat well. You know, I don't drink alcohol a lot. I don't, you know, I don't smoke nothing. So for me to be in this state, it was very scary for all of us. My whole family, my kids, wasn't really happy because I'm not there. You know, so mum and dad's sick. You know, Tasia had to become the, you know, in charge and cook and clean for everybody and stuff. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a bad time. It was a bad time. I'll tell you that. So. Social media wasn't in my head at the time. It was just getting better for my kids. Yeah. And I remember, as I say, watching those videos and I remember thinking, oh, wow, this was actually, you know, serious. You you were, I think what I like about, and I suppose when you, when someone does document their day-to-day life, I guess you're bringing your followers along for like the good, yes. the bad, the ugly, you yeah. know, you you don't know what's going to happen on exactly. any given day. So people are going to sort of see that. And I, for me, when I was watching that, I remember thinking it was a really... It was, it was such vulnerable, you being so open and honest about how you were feeling when you were yeah. in hospital and, you know, the family. And I remember Shan talking about it, about how, she, you know, how scared she was at home, yeah. not knowing yeah. what was going on with you and, yeah. and and stuff like that. I suppose, again, just really highlights, you know, that I guess they, people say it, don't they, that health is wealth. It's one of those oh, things yes. that Always. gets thrown out there. Always. But I guess you've experienced it firsthand. Yeah. And I feel like exactly what you said, I think is I think it was a time where everyone was just scared because at the same time Shan was sick as well, but she was at home with the kids. So but obviously my I, I don't know, my was just a lot, you know, blood clot in my lungs and stuff like that. It was really, really bad. So it was a thing where no one knew what was gonna happen. No one knew. So it was a thing where I'll be messaging Shan just like, just you know, you're just scared. This is what's gonna happen. So you're messaging her because you know you don't know if you're gonna be alive tomorrow. To, to speak to her again, you know? And because, like I said, because we're so tight, when somebody's not in the house or someone's sick, we all feel it. We all feel it. We all know, okay, this is not right. You know, dad's not here, mom's not here or whatever. So that time was a bit, yeah. It was a sad year, sad time, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine and, well, only imagine. And yeah. obviously we're we're glad that you uh, you came out the other side fighting yeah. fit, which is, which is good. Thank you. So what does the, what's the the future looking like then for, for you guys as a family? Because I suppose that's, you know, you said earlier in the, in the chat that you kind of just live every day as it comes yep. and you see, but then you also talked about this vision board and the things that you've, you know, you want to achieve. So yep. what's, what's, a, what's ahead for you guys, do you think? Um, well, individually, because we all got different characters, we're like doing different things. Like individually, me, I'm into like kind of, DJing and presenting. So that's where kind of I'm always going to be like going towards always. Um, same as Shan, she's in, um, into presenting and doing a lot of like TV stuff. And Tasia's obviously into acting and she's got a few projects as well coming very soon. Mali, she's still young. Mali, you know, one day she wants to be a singer, one day she wants to be a doctor, one day she wants to be a wrestler. I don't know. She wants to do whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah. And then <laughs> obviously TJ is small, but as a family, um, I see us kind of like, doing more tv now we've you know we've got a few opportunities um, lined up so yes we're doing we'll still do youtube and still always be there for our main main um, followers but we will be branching out and yeah so hopefully some tv shows and you know stuff like that with, with the family so yeah you never know it could be like a uk my wife and kids happening but it's yeah it's, it's a, a lot of things happening a lot of things happening amazing I, I i would honestly say that nothing would surprise me with you guys i think that's um <laughs> i think you've you've shown us that when, when you when you kind of commit to something you guys you yeah. guys give it your all so it's yeah. it's nice to hear that you know this 
online world in there everything is more. that you've done so far. There's there's definitely there's definitely there is more, definitely, yeah. there's definitely more to come. That's amazing. I've really enjoyed this conversation. It's been really good kind of just I think lifting the lid a little bit and you know delving just that little bit deeper, finding out what uh, what what goes on not just with the family, but with yourself, you know, yeah, I think, yeah. you, you know, I think it's really important to, to tell those stories of fatherhood from so many different perspectives. And, um, I, I love those. Oh, a couple you, of questions you. that I do end the, the podcast with for all of my guests. Yes. I'll give you the first one is the first one is if you had to look back on your time as a father, as a mm-hmm. series of diary entries. Yeah. Is there a moment or maybe moments that stand out to you? Um, I would say, I think it just goes back to what I told you before when I first became a dad. Like, I know I've got two, um, three kids now, but is when I first picked up Tasia, that was the moment for me where that that was take abs. Before that, I was just a little kid. I was just, you know, whoever I was then. But when I picked up my child, this is... It, it kind of birthed the person who I am right now, you know, it, it kind of, I think that's what kind of made me who I am today. I now have a child. I'm a dad. When, you know, I'm a dad, there's nothing else, mm. you know? And I think that's for me was the yeah, main moment for me, you know, not taking away from Mally and TJ that's- as well. That same thing applies there, but it was different <laughs> because I've never, you know, I don't know what to expect. I didn't know what's going on, but it's, yeah, this is my child. And that, and that makes sense. You know, those, yeah. those first defining moments, you, you, you didn't know what was coming. No. And I think, you know, it's very interesting hearing everyone's different reactions when they first have a child, because some people are just so scared that, you know, they almost forget how they're feeling. And I've spoken to other dads and they were like, I was just numb. I didn't know what was happening and, yeah. and whatever. But from your experience, it, it sounds as though there was just that real turning yeah. point. Yeah, I'd make plans in my head. I was like, okay, cool. I know, you know, I got, I got work to do. That's what it is. I got work to do. <laughs> and you definitely got to work. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Um, <laughs> and the the second question is, and we touched on it just a little bit then uh, towards towards the end of the the conversation was, are there any dates in the diary that you are excited for this year? Um, there is a few. There is a few. I, I, unfortunately, I can't say, you know, what day it is or whatever, but there is a few. There's um, amazing things happening, amazing things happening that you guys will definitely see, you know, before the end of the year. But also next year, this is for Tasia. There is um, her project that she's been working on for a few months. Um, next year, everyone will see it. You know, that's another big, big one for us is, you know, yeah, it's huge, huge. But you guys will see it next year and... Yeah, we just we just keep going. We just keep working, and hopefully, you guys keep supporting us and and yeah, liking what we do. Amazing. Well, I think there's definitely some stuff to to, to look forward to. We're all going to be very excited. I was yes. hoping we were going to get some real, real exclusives, but I think even <laughs> just even even the tea even the teaser that you've given us is it's going to keep everybody absolutely it's, intrigued you as lot to will what's love next. It. So you lot will love it. Like it's, it's <laughs> and we'll just to say actually, we're going to be we took a little break on YouTube and stuff, but we're coming with season two. The Cast Family. We've been we ain't vlogged in a while, but season two is yeah. You guys will see bigger and better. I'm talking new intro. I'm talking new, exciting stuff. You know, we're flying out places, but there's so many things you guys are going to see. Like is there's, I can't, we can't wait. 
Can't wait. Excellent. Well, you know, the world has definitely opened up a lot more over than it has over the last couple of years. So I think uh, we're all really, really excited to to see what you guys have been up to. Yeah. And thank you so much for for sitting down and chatting with me. No, I've thank you. Really, thank you really for, enjoyed this conversation. Thank you for having me. It's been it's been a minute. I mean, I've been wanting to come on here for you know a little while, man. So thank you, thank you for having me. I'm glad we finally made it happen. Thank you. Thank you.